Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk About It. This is the 1,380th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen. Along with me tonight, I have my sister. I got Mima, Janet, Hudson. Mima? Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. And then I have Pastor, Chappie, Tali, Toy, Chat, Chitty Praise the Lord, everybody. How you doing this evening? (laughs) Listen, y'all better get it together because guess what? We celebrating tonight. We having a special edition of Let's Talk About It. And it is the day that we celebrate Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's junior birthday. Now, before we even get started, can I tell y'all that like five years ago, I was on this I was on a podcast, and they told me that uh, I got censored because I had said something wrong, and, like, the sponsors had wrote in letters and stuff about me and everything. You know, they had silenced me from airways because I had said something about if Dr. King would have came back, what he would have seen. That was years ago. So I just would like to know, what would you think that he would say now? Mm-mm. Like, right now. I mean, if he was to come back right now to date, what do you think he would be saying? Oh, wow. I think if Dr. King was to walk the street of America today and look at the dream that he fought so hard for, that we are still fighting so hard for today, my personal opinion, he would shake his head in disgust. And I remember when you got censored for saying that about five years back. So y'all can call and try to censor me. <laughs> he would have yeah, been disgust. He would have been appalled by what he sees today. Yeah. No, you know, I, I had a great. Everybody just looking at him crazy. Like, a, so, and what would you do this for? Mima, what you think? Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board with Pastor Toy. I I think he would actually look and, and um disapp- look and with disappointment uh, because this is a very big disappointment and what he stood for, what he ran for, what he gave his life for, you know, and um for everything to be still at a standstill, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I think he will be very disappointed. Listen, when I tell you, when I tell you that I just, I, I just wanted to know, I laughed about it because I thought about it and said, oh, wait, I remember being censored on this day because we had called in and everybody was saying all these nice things about Dr. King. Man, I'm just telling the truth. I was just telling the truth. I mean, I, y'all said it nicely. I just told you what he would have said. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't jump off the bat too fast because the second I said it was Dr. King, I, I sure do remember this day. But uh, thank God that you know the sponsors are now you know at least looking at everybody's situation because now they see that the world has you know. Now the world looks different. So because I know it's a special night, we still want to set the atmosphere right. We still want to make sure that the enemy knows that there is no real part to a lot of it. Who's going to do it? I don't know who's going to do it. Who wants to do it? I'll take it this evening. All right. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, it is once more again that we, your handmade servants, come humbly yet boldly before your throne of glory. We come, Father God, first and foremost, 
with a praise in our on in our hearts and a praise on our lips, Father God. We come thanking you for all that you have done, all that you are doing, Father. We come thanking you for all that we are believing you to do for us, Father God. Hallelujah. For waking us up this morning, Father, and allowing the blood to course through our veins, we say thank you. For getting us to this point in this day, hallelujah, God, we say Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will release a spirit of healing right now. In the name of Jesus, God, walk through the hospitals, Father God. Walk through the hospices, Father God. Walk through the nursing homes, Father God. Walk through people's houses this evening, Father God. In the name of Jesus, and release a spirit of healing where sickness is residing, Father. In the name of Jesus, release a spirit of joy where confusion and, 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 and discourse is there, Father. Release a spirit of comfort where grief is, Father. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, God, hallelujah, we come to serve the enemy notice, Father, in the name of Jesus, he must flee, he must depart from your people's presence, he must leave your people's minds alone, he must leave your children's bodies alone, he must leave their emotions alone, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we ask that you will have your way this evening, that you will accept the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's, that's right around. And you touched almost every single situation that we're having and we're going through and right now. And that was exactly where we need to be because... Now I would like to ask a question. How is it that Martin Luther King Day became a day of service? Somebody explain. Mm. Want me to get deeper? Sorry. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Let me explain. Let me let me let me break down my question. Okay, they say Martin Luther King Day is a day of service. So when you look now, because of the corona, nobody was really in school. So Usually this is the day where they take the gum off the walls and writing off the walls. All, uh, there's service going on. There's nothing but work going on. My question is, when mm-hmm. and how did Dr. Martin Luther King turn into service? Well, see, this isn't history, history. In other words, this is just what I have observed over the years not necessarily what is written down and placed in the history book. However, the philosophy behind turning uh, Martin Luther King's uh, birthday into a day of service um, (laughs) was twofold. One, they said because Martin Luther King's life was a life of service. He served uh, his people. He served his community. He served his congregation, like we all just say Martin Luther King or MLK, but the truth is his name was Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. So he was an ordained, degreed um, minister, and because of the way that he led, led the civil rights movement, because of the way that he led so many of the different uh, boycotts because in marches, because of the way that he basically was at the forefront of it, that's why they decided that it was supposed to be a day of service. Now, that's just, you know, what, what I've been told through the years. Um, my personal on it is they turned the man who marched to give us freedom into a day of getting free work. But I'm not supposed to go there with it, but that's what I see. Um, Because to be honest, we could do this day of service on any day. We could use President's Day to do a day of service. I mean, all of the presidents served the country. We could use um, anybody's holiday to do a day of service. Or we could just say, you know what, let's get up off our lazy bottoms and go out there and do something for our community, for our city, for our families, for the schools our children go to. 
whatever, because the word of God does tell us that we are supposed to serve one another. We're supposed to be ministers, servants, one of another. However, it's just very ironic to me that the holiday that we fought and are still fighting in some locations to get recognized as a national holiday because of the sacrifice man made, not just with giving his life, but during his life, is the day that they decided, oh, yeah, okay, we'll recognize this as a holiday. We'll, we'll let you uh, think on it, memorialize them, however you do it, but make sure you get out there and do some work in his name. That's just my personal opinion on how I see it. Mima, you have any takes on that? Yeah, because I, I, I sit, I know I've been asking for a long time, you know, clean up the lockers, removing the writing off the walls, taking everything. I mean, Dr. King, the blessing of it was he was a reverend. So mm-hmm. he was out there a little bit different from everyone else. As a reverend, he had what theological studies, which says that his purpose of why he was doing what he was doing, how he was doing, and speaking the, the, the equality of it and the justice, mm-hmm. it seems like today in the world that we are in, because of everything that happened, couple of weeks ago at the Capitol and everything else, it makes more sense to just say, why don't we tell all of the truth and shame all of the devil? What Dr. King is trying to say is what we need right now today. And because of the fact that we would like to mourn his death in the best way that we can, how about we do something about it today? Let's state it mm-hmm. and say exactly what he's trying to do. And just say, you know, not Black Lives Matter, but our Lives Matter. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. And I think that would help the message get further. Now, the one thing about that message getting further is there's going to have to be some giving and there's going to have to be some take. It's almost like what's about to happen in the one in the in a couple of days, right? We're about to see. Now, this is. I got a question. How? Do, okay. How do we allow this to happen? How does this start off? Where you actually have everyone looking and saying, "Okay, how do I say this? What do I want to say? How are we? How do we allow people to say what we need? How are the people saying?" How are they saying what they're saying and it hasn't happened? It's not happening. Like, how are they foreseeing the news? They're foretelling news now. Have you noticed this? Well, they, like they're telling like everybody what's going to happen. If you're talking about in reference to, like, what's going on at the Capitol, it's because they're telling them what they're planning on doing. It, it's like you and I both at some point worked as disciplinarians in high school. And growing up as children, they used, and I, I want everybody to understand, we are not saying that it's okay to jump anybody. We're not glorifying fighting or anything like that. We're just using this as an example. However, back in the day when we were children growing up, if we decided that we were going to jump somebody or we were going to fight somebody or sneak somebody because we felt like they had done something horrible to us, we didn't put out a bulletin that said, hey, so-and-so, at 3 o'clock after school while you're walking home, me and about five of my friends are going to run up and jump you. And if you remember, while we were teaching school, that's what started happening. Everybody would be like, oh, I just heard the rumor that they said they was going to jump me after school and they was going to do this. And the kids would always be like, Miss Toy, Miss A, how'd y'all find out? Because y'all told on yourselves. Well, that's what's going on. Those children have grown up now, and they're in charge of stuff, whether it be the government or just stuff that they've made up. They're in charge of stuff. And what they're doing is they are literally going, hey, let's go in and we're going to do A, B, and C on such and such a date. And then they write a letter 
to Congress and everybody, and they go, hey, this is what we're going to do on such and such a date. And then the news gets up there and they go, hey, on such and such a date, they're expecting such and such to happen, and that's what they're getting ready for. It, it, it surprises me. And, and when I look at all of what's going on, as they're doing all this expectation and all of this planning, at this point they have to because, you know, when – and I hate to say it this way, but this is the way it's going on, at least right here in America right now – when people were marching for Black Lives Matters, when people um, when people were marching for Black Lives Matters, uh, and it was all different colors and races and cultures and ethnic backgrounds that came together and marched for Black Lives Matters, they had Washington D.C. swarm with uh, National Guards and armed forces and Secret Service and everything. When Trump's people marched, even though they sent out letters saying, hey, this is what we're going to do, they they weren't ready for it. So now they're getting, I guess, ready for it. And the funny part is they have captured at least five or six different people trying to get into the staging area of the inauguration with different weapons and ammunition and all types of craziness. So it's funny because what they thought was going to become a, a race war, I'm going to use my fiancé's word, everybody was planning for a race war, but what looks like it's starting to take place is a civil war. Well, that's a, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> no, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, if they, the, and and, and the, believe it or not, like I've been saying for a few years now, because they've been baiting black people, and I'm going to say it just like that. They've been baiting black people for a minute, okay? That's the nicest way that we can say exactly what that is. They've been baiting black people for a minute, and black people have not gone. They have not allowed the, you know, they have not allowed it. It has not gone all the right. way over. Now, one thing I will say is that what we saw and witnessed in James, on the 6th of January, whatever they did at the Capitol, that would never mm-hmm. have been done. That would never have been done. The reason why it would never mm-hmm. have been done, it would not have been allowed to be done. And that, and that's honest to God. It would not have been allowed to be done. Okay. The, the, the barricades and boards and things, they were just up. So we know that they know how to do these things. So... Because of the fact that there were warnings and because of the fact that there were, you know, dates set up and time to let you know, mm-hmm. like itinerary. There you go. <laughs> Let's say it like that. They had itinerary. They had itineraries for this mess. Um, just the whole entire what it is. All right. It happened in, It happened January 6th, right? Mm-hmm. You just said something about people are still getting stopped and trying to bring stuff in, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Correct. Why have I not heard that story, but yet I've heard that there's about to be 20,000 more troops coming in, like, tomorrow? And that that's Am why... I not allowed to go to the Capitol? Right now, no. Am I not? not. Well, no, I'm saying saying that wrong. You can go to the capital of the United States. You can go to Washington, D.C. Can you get into the staging area where they are having the inauguration if you don't have the proper paperwork? No, you can't. Not right now. Because right now it has become a little bit crazy. Um, I have the benefit of being a subscriber to a couple of the news networks. So when different things happen, um, I automatically get one of the things that um, Mm -hmm. I've been getting alerts about is there was a man coming up from Virginia. He was trying to get through the uh, the checkpoint. He showed some fake inauguration um, ID. They noticed right off the bat that it was fraudulent. They found an automatic Glock handgun. They found 500 and some odd rounds of ammunition. 
the Glock had a magazine in its inside of it, the chamber, whatever you are inside the gun, and it had one live round in the chamber ready to be fired. So this is the type of stops and things that they are catching people in and on. There was another man just yesterday that they, I'm sorry, a woman just yesterday that they said they had caught trying to get in there. Again, why they're doing it? My personal, they're trying to test out security to see what they can get in, what they can't get in, where the weak spots are. I don't know. But at the end of the day, this whoever the they's are, the they's are that have decided that, you know, the election was not democratic um, there in the uproar. They want to fight. They want to do all types of craziness. And the truth of the matter is, as people yeah. of God, we just sitting back praying. We're not even worried about it. The people of God, we sitting done. here looking at it like we had a movie watching watching some kind of action flick. I'm mad because I done already I just, got in the car. I apologize. I done already got in the car. I'm I'm sorry. I done, I done left the theater. I'm in the car. Put me in the car because yeah, after, means- like, now now we got, I got another question because now here we go. We got all this going on. We got everything that's happened. They say that because of all this or whatever the case may be, they want to impeach Donald Trump. I'm going to call his name out because I think he's about to leave, right? But check it out. Why, why, in God's green earth, please someone tell me, that when the man walk out of there in a day and a half, why in God's name mm-hmm. would anybody in the White House even be talking about this? The reason they're talking about impeaching Donald Trump is for one simple reason. And understand, this impeachment has nothing to do with any criminal charges he may face for things that he's done or anything like that. This impeachment serves one purpose. It's to stop Donald Trump from being able to do something that he said earlier on. And that was, I'm just going to run again in 2024. If they do an impeachment and they successfully impeach him, what they then do is that impeachment is like putting a stamp on his name. He can never run for another public office again. And that's what the impeachment is about. The impeachment is about giving other Republicans who really have a love for this country and want to do their job a chance to be able to run for office without being overshadowed or under the shadow of Donald Trump and whatever nonsense he comes up with next. And that's the whole reason and the only reason about the impeachment. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's it. Make sure he don't get up in that seat again. And and we as the people have to keep his backside out of there. Amen. That's it. I wanted to know because I, I, you know me, I'm asking questions like Donald Trump. I swear, I'm the first person that I tell you, like you just said, Chad, we did a lot of we did a lot of classroom stuff. And the way I handled my classroom was I ignored raggedy. I ignored bad. I ignored it. Like so what happened at the Capitol, they would have did that dumb shit. Everybody probably would have yeah. got in trouble. I would have made a point for that. Just because you did dumb stuff, you're supposed to get in trouble for that. But we would have never spoken. Look, we'd have never spoken. And the last thing I would have done. We wouldn't have gotten in trouble. We would have got shot, killed. We would have had more murders than that. Listen, but we got history about to be made, and nobody's going to be made history because we're still dealing with the negative. We focused our whole entire business on this negative. And now nobody and can think, and that, nobody can get to history that way. So really, mm-hmm. they they won, they won the they won the the lessons. We don't even dig it because we just be feeling so so wronged at the end. They wanted know, like to put a cloud over her. No, being no, no. The cloud is not. I'm talking about it's raining. It ain't. The cloud is not that. The, they produced the cloud well, yeah. during the debate. 
They, they, that they is produce the collaboration. It, it is a whole storm. Because she asked the question yes. during the debate. And that's where it started from in the debate. She put the cloud up there. That, so then from that point on, mm-hmm. because he never said anything, right. we took that as he was fighting. Got me? Never oh. once did he mm-hmm. really, really come. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it like because it wasn't no, you know what I mean? Because as far as I'm concerned, every proud boy would not be able to get the glorification of me not coming to this inauguration. Like, I believe that there's enough of us. You know how I say that there's more of them than us? I don't believe that. I believe that there's more than us. I believe there's more of us. Than them. Then, uh, I really do believe that. You, That's a great possibility. And I believe it's time as believers to step up. I really do. I believe that it's time for believers to step up and, and walk on this faith that we so that we have. We mm-hmm. say these things. That's we right. The same faith that we have to do the flick of the light and the same faith that we have that the car's going to start. The same faith that we have it. I'm not going to let you raggedy behind mess my history up. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. it's just me. But well, you, see, you, but you understand where I'm coming from. You, you have to remember three things. The first thing you have to remember is the people that's calling the shots right now are not necessarily people of faith. Mm. Right. Because, see, it wasn't the American people okay. that said they don't want to go to the inauguration. Yeah, we wanted, and you know women wanted to go. Not only is there the first female vice president, and it happens to also be a sister. Yeah, we wanted to see that happen. They're, the next two people in power are two sisters. I don't care if black and white is two females, two sisters standing behind the head of the greatest country in the uni- of, in the world, they say. The United States of America is the president and two females, the vice president and the secretary, two females next in line. They it, but here goes the deep part. While everybody is getting so ramped up about the fact that we can't go see the inauguration because of what they did, I, I like what you said, Sister Adrian. Let's take that power away from them supremacist groups. That's right. And let's look at the fact that we couldn't right. win anyway because of COVID. That's right. How about that right. one? Like, we couldn't anyway win anyway because of COVID. So you really didn't put any type of storm around them. You just making mm-hmm. the powers to be do what they should have did truthfully when y'all first started talking about going to the Capitol back on the 6th. You just making them do some things that they should have done back then. As far as with uh, Trump and Everybody jumping off of his bandwagon and all his cabinet members, all of a sudden he's so horrible and they can't work with him. Y'all worked with him for four years. I need everybody to understand none of that stuff that happened on the 6th would have ever happened on the 6th if we'd have checked him day one. The first time that he said, did, or whatever something that was not of the office of the president of the United States, if we'd have held him accountable, it would have got checked and stopped then. But we didn't do that. Well, we, and I'm not saying everybody, we as a people, a nation, a government, whatever, y'all kept making excuses for him. Y'all kept saying he didn't know no better. Y'all kept saying it was a mental issue. Y'all kept saying he was off his meds. Y'all kept saying all this nonsense instead of simply saying that the man was not fit to hold the office that y'all elected him to, and y'all only elected him into that office because y'all didn't like Hillary. I mean, truthfully, I ain't liking either. But still, y'all didn't like Hillary. And y'all didn't want to see that woman sitting in that office, so y'all put somebody in office based on how much money he had and because he made y'all's ears tickle when he talked his racist, hatred rhetoric. And now y'all get to eat and and reap the harvest of the the crop that y'all planted four years ago. At some point, somebody was going to have to look at that harvest called Donald Trump. So now what we got to do is stop tripping about the harvest. The harvest is there. Let's go through. Let's pull up the crops. Let's throw them in the fire and not mean to drop, you know, all the craziness. Let's get rid of it. And let's start building, let's start planting fresh crops. That's right. We plant some fresh crops. Because as long as we keep sitting here crying about what Trump planted, ain't nobody going to eat. Because we can't eat that and our children's children can't eat it. But if we pull up that crop, 
spoil the soil and plant good fruit, we can feed the generation. So, yeah, I'm with you, Ag. We need to get off of this trip with them. We couldn't have went to the inauguration anyway because of Corona. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to go first grade. Nan, nan, a boo-boo. Your trick didn't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See that? If you're just joining it's us. Always a ma- it's, it's, it's always an um, antidote, you know. And um, where there's an um, antidote, there's a cure. So guess what? Amen. Uh, Pastor Toy just gave the care. We do that crop. Wow. We do. Amen. I like it. Oh, the one thing that the one thing that will that will kill hate is love. Is love? There you go. Simple as that. I mean, I know it's. I know it might be one of the hardest things to really try to muster. But when we think about it, it's one of the easiest things we can do. Because if we look at it like yes. he looked at us, now, because you got to yes. remember how he looked at us, because that's important. Because, see, I realized that my, my looking at you and looking at other people became something different because my looking at people was like, well, damn, okay, I see everything in that. But I see, whoa, whoa, wait, child. wait a minute. Got me? That's why when people hear me talk, they say, oh, my gosh, you're so strong. She's so harsh, this, that, and the other thing. I'm thinking, yeah, but I probably told myself this like three weeks before I actually said it out loud. I apologize about mm-hmm. being stupid because it beats me forever. So if it was something to be beat, then now's the time. Like she, like we, like she just said, toil the soil and plant good seeds so that we can prepare for a new crop. It's supposed to happen that way. It's going to happen that way. That's that's where we are in this world right now. If you don't know, if you don't know, if you haven't figured it out, if you don't know where you're on your way to, then now's the time to figure it out. I say I I'm affiliated with the with the business university, and I'm telling you, every day when I get off the business university, if I don't do anything else but just say God, like for real, I've been here, there, and everywhere, and now I'm hearing this. What do you want me to do with it? You know, right. what do you want me to do with this now, right now, God? But when you look mm-hmm. at this and you see what's going on in the world, and then you look at the soil that is like so hard, so hard. And I believe that, I believe that right now we have, we have a hard, we have like a hard facade. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's like, we have this hard just because it's, 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 it's better to be hard. I guess it's better to be hard than soft, literally, you know? So when I come to you and say, how are you, your, re- your response, I'm already expecting it to be fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you ask people questions and you don't really want them to answer you? Like, okay, let me tell you. I remember the day I went to Wawa. Now, it really bothers me because y'all know I have MS. And I was coming from the hospital, and I mean, I was struggling this day. And I was walking across the parking lot. And the woman was sitting in her truck. And I guess she, in her mind, thought that I was taking my good old time. So she decided to speed off, but she literally almost hit me. Like I could feel the shake from her car. And when I walked in the store and the man said, how are you? I broke down and started crying. (laughs) He was crying. Oh, my God. Like I'm in there crying. It was just everything. I had just bust. He, his face, like what I realized what I had did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you didn't like expect me to really answer you. <laughs> wow. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know how you just be like, how you doing? And you just expect the person to say fine. And you just keep going. Oh, whatever. Oh, I'm blessed. Oh, whatever. 
that rehearsed answer. Mm-hmm. I like Antonio mm-hmm. says it like that rehearsed answer, the one that you rehearsed. It's time to oh, break the rehearsal. It's time to break the things that we do just because right. we like to do them because we said that that is who we are. Right. We are not allowed to do that. If we're allowed to do that now, then that's that. There's nothing for the kids to grow to, right? Mm-hmm. It's time for us if to I take the mask off. This is where I'm at. What'd you say? I said it's time for us to take our mask off. See, that's the problem. That's that's a piece of why there's such a great falling away from the church. And when I'm talking, say the church, I'm not talking about the buildings we worship at. I'm talking about believers in Christ. Because uh-huh. believers are so busy trying to wear a mask so that we can fit other people's perception of what salvation looks like. And because we keep this mask on, we're showing this false facade to unbelievers. And the unbelievers mm-hmm. are sitting there going, nothing about what I'm seeing looks real anyway, so they're running. And babies in Christ are looking going, uh-uh, I just saw you, and now I'm seeing you. This don't look real. We have to be wow. real. When we hurting, we need to say we hurting. Mm-hmm. When we going through, we need to say we're going through. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're in the pulpit or by the back door. We need to stop pretending we're somewhere in Christ that we're not. Oh, I'm so holy and sanctified, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but you're cheating on people. I'm I'm so holy, I'm so sanctified, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but you're running numbers. I'm so holy, I'm so sanctified, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but you can outcuss the worst sailor on his worst day. Amen. And I don't mean the word just slip. I mean, I don't mean you know a word slip out here. I mean you go straight in cussing folks and understand mm-hmm. you can curse a person without using a cursed word. That's right. They say hurt people, hurt people. Say, oh, I'm just so holy. I'm just so sanctified. No, you're not. Stop lying. God got something to work out in you. While you sitting there passing judgment on all the folks you talking about that's running them away from the church. Guess what you're doing? You showing us what God still needs to do in you. He needs to fix that spirit of judgment. We said, ah, her skirt too short. The only reason your skirt not that short is because you don't want nobody to see those very close veins. Not because you saved. Oh, they shouldn't dance like that. The only reason you don't still dance like that is not because the Holy Spirit changed you, but because the arthritis in your hip or your sciatica won't let you no more. I'm telling you, make it body yaddy yaddy yaddy. I'm gonna get it. Wow. Body yaddy yaddy. If I had oh, a knee, I'd get on it. That's it. You know what? God's still working on me in some things. God's still Amen. working on me in some areas. God is still, God has delivered me from a lot, but if I be honest with you today, it's still a whole lot He needs to deliver me from. Yes, yes. Let's stop being as the body of Christ. Let's take off the mask and be honest. Oh, yeah. Instead of putting on the It's about that time. It's it's, it's 2021. It's 2021. So what's going to happen now is we're going to see, we're about to see what's about to happen. It's 2021. And like Chap just said, you got to take the mask off. Um, I I just believe that you know it's it's very appropriate about taking the mask off. Um, you know, I have always been Adrian misunderstandings Allen on purpose kingdom, but I'm going to become or be misunderstood, Adrian, and you will see the mask, and it is all about removing the mask. And when we remove those masks, how how many of us could maybe be misunderstood? So it's 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 funny that you say that, but it 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 falls on that looking like you've been sucking on lemons all day, 
face. There's nothing pleasing about that face. Nothing. So I don't want anything that you have. So if it's God, I wouldn't want it. That's a mask. You know what I mean? I don't know what that mask mm-hmm. is. Is that the mask to say don't talk to me? Is that the mask to say I don't really, I'm not walking right? Or what? I don't know what that mask is. But you got to think about it. It's 2021. We're all wearing a mask. So like I said before, you know, you got to get past your mask. You got to go from shoulder to shoulder. You got to have a spirit in you. You got to be able to talk about your mask. People are doing it. If we're going to do this with a mask, you got to come above your mask because the children need to see you above your mask. Because children still need to see what it is to look like to live. Right now, we're not thinking about our kids. We're not thinking about our children. We're worried about us. We're worried about what we think is right for us and what's going to look like for us. And what are we thinking about today and tomorrow? We're not even thinking about the kids. Now, I know somebody out there saying, what is she talking about? You know, I was actually talking to a group of people. And just out the blue, I just kind of gave him like a, you know, think 25, 30 years from now. And a lot mm-hmm. of them was having a hard time grasping, okay? So I'm thinking to myself, but y'all got kids. So you mean to tell me that you don't even believe that your kid going to make it to four? That's why you're not teaching them nothing? Uh, no, I just you, wanted you to know. know. I wanted to know because they didn't, but they didn't even pay. They weren't even paying attention to it like that. And I was thinking, (laughs) right? Like they got there all the way to somebody. The kids who don't believe their children will make it past forty, they're surprised that they made it past twenty-one or twenty-five. Because remember, those are the same young people who used to tell us they they didn't think they were going to live to see twenty-one, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. Because yeah, at that yeah, time, a yeah, lot of their friends, like I always say, my children have buried more of their friends in their lifetime than I have in my lifetime. Yeah. So it, 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 it goes back to that thing that we always talk about, what happens when we leave babies to raise babies without any okay. assistance. And I'm not talking about yeah. cash and welfare. I'm talking about Words of encouragement, help, Amen. Uh, uh, mentoring, telling them how to do, showing them how to do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it kind of runs right into where we are because what happens is when I was a kid, I learned all about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't learn about God until I was in my 30s. Oh, wow. So, I said all of that this day. We have something that's called the call of salvation. And in the call of salvation, you actually get the opportunity to actually become, to have this relationship so that you can start to build whatever it is that, you know, God actually intended for you, but he's just been waiting for you to pay attention to it. Enough to key into it and say, okay. So it's a special debug. It's debug. Listen to me. It's a special let's talk about. Right? But it was especially made for you on this Martin Luther King Day of service. Amen. I don't know if you did the service or not, but right now this service is for you. This service is for you. Because going into 2021, what you don't want to be is without the sun. And I say it just like that. Mm. In 2021, you don't want to be without the sun. Amen. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be without the sun, because not at all. You you're going to need this. You you need to see it that way. You need to breathe it that way. You need to understand it that way, so that you can begin to understand what it is that you have to do in your own life, in your own world. Like, as you might not even like your neighbors for real, for real. But there's a place that we all have to come where when it comes down to the sun, I can deal with all of you cordial. Whether you was at the Capitol or not, 
and you vice versa. And when we get to that, that's when we know that that's when we know that we can see the sun. Would y'all agree? Yes. Amen. Amen. Like that like that's 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 what I'm looking at right now. And in the world that we live in and the chaos and everything, if you were to look at any situation that's going on in the Bible, it would have to be the son that came to fix it, correct? Amen. Amen. Somebody out there that doesn't believe in the son. But then my question is, how much of the son don't you believe it? And then ask Hmm. yourself why. I mean, just ask yourself why. And then ask yourself, would God really do that? Or or would a person do that? Because that just makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, that makes sense. God ain't got some time to be playing jokes around with people and stuff. This thing happened for a reason. Why? Because we knew, he knew, but it was like, why? Because we were made in this. And then we were placed into another situation where if we lived in the sin of the sin, it was always going to be of some type of sin. So in order to be able to get rid of, it said you had to believe in. Not find out about, not see, hear, study, wrong, all the other things. It said you had to believe in. That's what it comes down to. A choice that you have and a belief. If this was D-Block, I would say that if you fell, you're on the floor and you got poop on you. What God will do is he will offer you a wet rag. But if you choose, you can stay dirty. It's easy. It's, it's simple. Chappie's on here, so I know Chappie will give you a nice prayer. Tell him, take him to take him to the throne. But uh, you know, make a conscious effort to know that this choice is yours, and you must get up, step up out that thing, and move. Yes, God. The the choice comes down to you into what you what you want, what your decision is. You know, when we look at this year twenty one, twenty one uh biblically overall represents represents uh a break of one type of bondage for one group, but it also represents moving to a new level in disobedience for another group. Um, it was 21 days, or on the 21 day, the 21st day, I should say, that God killed the Egyptians as they chased after Israel in the Red Sea. That that was 21 days. It it was um 21 days, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> When the Feast of Tabernacle comes to full fruition, it's that 21-day or the eighth day after the thousand-year reign that Satan is allowed to be loosed on earth one more time. So what that is saying is although it can mean destruction for some people, although, yes, the Egyptians were destroyed, the Israelites were walking in their freedom. Yes, they were going through a wilderness experience, but they were free in that wilderness experience, being led by God. So when we look at 2021 right now, the year that we live in, today's date, January uh, 18th, 2021, what will this 21 year mean to you? Will it be a year of destruction or a year of new life, a year of new beginning, a year of a new walk? And despite everything that everybody might be out here telling you, I'm here to tell you straight up, there is really and truly no other way under the sun 
to do this thing without Jesus Christ. There's no other way. And people sit and say, Toy, why do you say that with so much uh, passion and belief? I'm going to tell you why. When you look at the 12 disciples and you take Judas out the picture because he killed himself, Judas Iscariot, the other 11 that were left, that had walked with Jesus, and then remember they replaced him with one, uh, the boy Maesis, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. All of them were martyred for the name of Jesus Christ, all of them except John. And I'm going to talk to you about John in a second. All of them were killed for the name of Jesus Christ. They were crucified. Peter was crucified upside down because he thought he was not worthy to be crucified in the exact same manner. (coughs) Excuse me. In the exact same manner as our Savior. They were crucified. They were stoned. They were ran through with spears. They were stabbed to death. They were all martyred for the name of Jesus Christ. And here's the deep part. The only thing they had to do to save their life was to say, y'all, my bad. I was lying. I was joking. Dude ain't real. I'm sorry. We moved his body. All they had to say, and they could have lived out the remainder of their lives till ripe old ages. They died on the truth. John, the beloved disciple, John, they tried to kill him. They just couldn't. They literally took John and put him in a pot of boiling oil, not water, oil. You know, think about it. When you're frying chicken or french fries or something, they put this man, submerged his body in a pot of oil, and guess what? He survived. You'd have showed me a pot of oil and what I was saying was a lie. I'd have been the first one saying, yo, 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 my bad. But he probably walked into that oil because he knew he was standing on the truth of Jesus Christ. Why do I say it today? Let's take all of them out of it because some of y'all sitting there going, "Uh, y'all don't even know if they live. Let's take all of them out of it. The other reason I say it with so much passion is because I know what he has done for me, I know what being able to call on the name of Jesus has done for me. My eldest child is 35 years old this year. She was pronounced dead at birth. But I called on the name of Jesus. My mother has been alive and living for the past 10 years now. It will be 11 this year. Thank you, Jesus. Come September, 11 years. They had told us to call all the doctors, but we called on the name of Jesus. The doctors, they call in the family. Let them say their farewell. But we called on the name of Jesus. My grandmother, she'll be 101 in March if the Lord allows her to see it. Three weeks before her 100th birthday, at the age of 99, she had a massive stroke on the entire right side of her body. They told us to call the family. And when they went out, instead of calling the family, I called on Jesus, and she's still here today, completely in her right mind, still walking around, still talking, and still able to partially take care of herself because we called on the name of Jesus. I'm a living witness on what Jesus can do. When I'm looking and don't know where my next meal is coming from, I remember that Jesus said he is my Jehovah Jireh, and I call on him and guess what, y'all? I get to eat real good. When I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, I remember that the world is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and I call on him, and he makes way. When I don't see a way. Y'all always laugh when I say it, but anybody that know me know I love a cold Pepsi. I we've been out of work off and on since COVID started. I haven't gotten unemployment, assistance, none of that. But the Lord has taken care of me. I have not wanted for nothing. And guess what? Anytime I wanted a Pepsi, I was able to have one because I believed on Jesus. 
I was able to stand watching people getting sick all around me and decree and declare Psalms 91 and 10 that no sickness, disease, or plague shall enter into my dwelling or no evil shall overtake me because I called on the name of Jesus. I put my trust in him. I've made him my refuge. And you can have those same benefits too this evening if you just choose to trust in him. The word of God says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. He knows he's so good. He said, come try me out. Hallelujah, God. Just try him out this evening. He don't care how you come because the word of God also says come just as you are. We always get into this debate about how we should or shouldn't dress for church. But come just as you are means if you got the L lit in your hand and you listening to this broadcast and you feel the unctioning of the Holy Spirit to come unto God, he's saying come right now. If you got the liquor bottle turned up, he's saying come right now. If you laying next to somebody you know you ain't got no business laying next to. He's still saying, come right now, just as you are. I'll clean you up. I'll fix you up. I'll do what you are able to do if you will just put your trust in me. And how do I know he can do it for you? Because he did it for me. And you can get that same benefit by just saying this simple prayer. You just say, Father God, I come to you this evening accepting the gift that you gave, which is your son, Jesus Christ. I ask him into my life. I ask him to forgive me of my sins. I ask him to begin to make me new right now. Yea, God, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you said that prayer, then just tell somebody. You don't have to wait until Sunday morning or Bible study prayer, none of that. Just tell somebody, say, hey, I accepted Jesus as my Savior tonight, or hey, I gave my life to Christ tonight. And according to God's word, as soon as you say it out your lips, you are saved, and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Now, of course, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until you do, bless God, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here, just for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be broadcasting at 9 p.m. with DTW Ministries and the host, Reverend Aaron Williams. At 9 p.m., DTW Ministries and host, Reverend Aaron Williams, right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, to talk with you, to pray for you. Hallelujah, God. We thank and praise God for each and every one of you who are listening in with us this evening. We also want to um, draw your attention to the fact that very soon the PK Worship Center will be coming towards you. The PK Worship Center will be coming to you this year. Um, God's will, hallelujah, in obedience, we are going to move forward in what God has been telling us to do. Um, if you would just follow on our social media, you will be able to find more information about that coming up soon. Again, we thank each and every one of you for listening in tonight. And ladies, if I'm not mistaken, it's about take it back time, Sister Adrian. Sure. Can I take back? The fact that I always thought that you didn't need the money to do what it was that God is saying that we really should be able to do. I want to take back the fact that people be lying, man. (laughs) Take it back to the point that you don't need nothing. All you got to do is have some faith. It's going to show up for you. Let's take it back. I want to take back faith. Bring it back. Bring back God. Let's go down there and tell somebody I ain't scared of what you're doing because guess what? I'm still going to stand on this rock because my rock said that it was strong. Always rock, paper, scissors, right? Rock, paper, scissors. Who always wants Come on now. 
the rock. Well, Come on now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the people. It's like they, 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 I'm just tired of it, man. And anybody that's not really tired of it, you really need to check your whole motives about it. If you was there and you was doing it, check your motives. Because if you're not tired of it, then something's wrong with you. You're right. You're not on God's time. Somebody else's time. I heard that I heard that message this weekend. Y'all need to go back and read John. Just go into John and, and hear what Jesus is saying to the church. Because there's something real major in there that he says. I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're saying that is right. But understand that you're not following me. You're following your father's statement. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's time to break down. See what we see. Look at what we're looking at and tell the truth about the truth. Find out and come mm-hmm. out on top. They say that the truth will set you free. So let the truth just set you free. Amen. Y'all go ahead and close it out. Because I don't know if my background is loud and everything. But y'all go ahead and close Amen. it out. Amen. No, you you good. You got a chance to do it. You are definitely I, good. Can, I said you could. Okay, we didn't, we didn't hear your background. Your background oh, you probably no, heard no. Lana. You know, I got to think about background. You know, something you need to take back from now, Janet. Well, uh, Lord, I, I have so much to take back. Oh, my goodness. You know, and um, I, I, I'm one for uh, togetherness. You know, I like for... Everybody to just take uh, well. What I want to take back is uh, take back and bring back our unity. You know, bring back the unity of the old. You know, because growing mm-hmm. up we had a unity. You know, so my take back mm-hmm. tonight is togetherness. Let's get it together, everybody, and bring bring take back out. I'll take back the unity. Amen. Amen. Well, my my I take like back for the night, I, I guess. Huh? That's I'm sorry. I was I was thinking India Ari, like when young people get with old people, <laughs> we would be a better people if we try something like that. I remember that. And if young oh. <laughs> people talk to old people. We would be a better people. Is that, I'm gonna find. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. Go that's ahead. right. I, yeah, I always had older friends anyway, so I know they know. Me too. Amen. Yeah, listen. If you don't know that you can find wisdom in your elders, then you never will know. Yeah. And, and that's all I can say on that one. Um, for me, I guess Bro, I'm gonna I got a 90, touch and agree. Ninety-three. Look, 93 and 91, my best friend. Amen. Miss Jessie and Miss Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm going to touch and agree with the two of you this evening. I'm I'm going to touch and agree with the two of you this evening on the take it back. I, I'm going to go with unity and I'm going to go with faith. Um, because, one, I believe that the two go hand in hand. Um, and, and the funny part is I believe that we can get that unity through faith. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm just at a different place with faith right now. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm somewhere different with it. And that's not to say that if a person isn't where I am, that that means they're bad or wrong or nothing like that. No, that's not what I'm saying, because y'all might think I'm crazy for where I'm at with faith right now. But I'm just at a place with faith where I'm going to believe God on his word or I'm not. Mm-hmm. Not part of his word, not some of his word, not half of his word. If his word is true, then it's true. So I'm mm-hmm. sort of at a place right now where 
I stay in a place of anticipation and expectation. I'm sort of sitting around like that Heinz ketchup commercial, but, it, you know, that you sitting there and you're shaking it and you're waiting for that first drop to come out because, you know, once that first little drop come out, then the rest of it sort of flow. And you're sitting there with that anticipating, and they used to sing that song, anticipation, it's making you wait. And then somebody with deep voice will come on and go, it's so good. Well, that's how God's <laughs> blessings are. I'm at that place where I just sit in anticipation for that first blessing to drop. Because when that first blessing dropped, everything behind it just seemed to sort of flow. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. So I, that that's just sort of where I'm at with it. I, I'm expecting him to handle stuff. I'm expecting him to do stuff. I'm expecting him to make a way. I'm expecting him to be the provider. I'm expecting him to be the protector. I'm just expecting it because Amen. that's what he said in his word. I'm expecting that if I go pray over somebody, they're going to be healed. I'm expecting that if I go pray over somebody and they just died and you ain't drew the blood out their body, that they're going to be raised up. Why am I expecting it? Because he's been in his word. The same things that he did, I would be able to do also in greater things once the comforter came. So if I believe I can do it through Christ Jesus, then I can do it through Christ Jesus. And I believe I can do it through Christ Jesus because he said in his word, all things are possible through who? Christ Jesus. So then because I'm at that place of anticipation with it and expectancy with it, I'm expecting the unity to just fall into place, even when people don't even realize that it's falling into place. I'm just expecting it to start happening, bam, 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 even when it don't look like it's happening. Because, see, when it don't look like it's happening, that's when I know that God's behind the scenes setting it up so that it can all fall in place because we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah, God. So we just, we thank and praise God for everyone who has joined in with us, who has listened in with us this evening. We thank you. Um, Don't forget to join in with us tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. for DTW Ministry and our host, Reverend Aaron Williams. Ladies, we thank you. God bless y'all and everyone. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. God bless you. Good night, and the ladies will be sitting at the table again soon. Be blessed. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose.